Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Purdy's have served this valley for decades, finding their customers the right insurance, whether it's auto, home, life, business, bundles. Doing whatever they can to go out and find them the best price because they know that your budget is critical. Updating policies, giving back to the community, that happens to be great people who are just terrific professionals, all at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com, and I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com for Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great pre-owned inventory. Great deals as well. Fabulous sales staff. Great deals. Terrific service department. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, which 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Let's just watch this for the win. So the reborn Bryson. Has his sixth career title. Bryson DeChambeau. Who came back from the three-month quarantine... Looking like he could take the dealer car they give him and throw it over a hedge. (laughs) Yesterday he was on a par 5. I think it's 621 yards, whatever the number happens to be. And he hit it, I don't know, this tee shot. Was it wide right? I don't know, let's just say it was wide right. Whatever. Whatever. And he hit it like 360. His average drive was 351 yesterday. Average drive, 351. I mean, Matt, you're the only person I've ever seen that does that on a consistent basis. (laughs) If we're talking about slicing it, then yeah. (laughs) Well, he then had to take out a club that would get him over the trees to give him a shot at the green. So he took out an 8-iron. He hit the 8-iron 280 yards and put it on the green 37 feet from the cup. He then two-putted and got a birdie. Amazing.
He also almost had that long eagle putt on, was it 16 or 17, I think? And then he also recovered from hitting that sh the one shot in the rocks. And he had to take the penalty for that, too. He just... He overcame a lot yesterday. It was, that was impressive. Did you look at him? I mean, this is when you watch Tiger Woods swing, for example, Tiger Woods off the tee uh, really accelerates, and it's, at times it's, it's almost like a, it's a violent swing, which they've talked about his back over the years, that maybe that's a contributing issue. But I always felt that even off the tee, there was a fluidity to the swing. You watch Tiger hit an iron. Oh, my goodness, is he smooth and fluid. Bryson DeChambeau, his muscles have muscles. He looks like he's so stiff. How fluid can you be if you're, if you're stiff? Yet he makes it work. He makes it work. It's unreal. That's unreal. Okay. Uh, we did spend the first hour uh, talking about the Regier Bolden article in the Undefeated. So we did do that. Okay. Um... But we are going to move on to other things, including Patrick Mahomes' 10-year contract. Mercy. So let's check and see how much money is involved in this. Surprise, Matt hasn't already... I mean, we know the suit already knows. I mean, the suit follows everything cash. And we're going to get into the Redskins name change tomorrow with Cindy Bourne of the Washington Post. Let's see. Ten-year deal. I don't think there's any money in here, is there? Um, Adam <coughs> Schefter just put this out. It is worth over $400 million in total. And first had the first had two years and $27.6 million left on the existing deal. So the lowest it could be, this new 12-year deal, because it was two years left in the previous deal, could be worth up to 427.6 mil, but will be more. Russell Wilson currently is the league's highest-paid quarterback. He gets an annual salary of $35 million. Ben Roethlisberger, $34 million. Aaron Rodgers, 33.5. Jerry Goff, 33.5. Kirk Cousins, 33. Carson Wentz, 32. Dak Prescott, 31.4. Matt Ryan, 30. What's Brady's deal with Tampa, though? And again, this is your guy, Brett Veach. This is your guy, Mount Carmel's own. That's right. Hey, he did what he had to do. I mean, my, my biggest hey, thing is, Steve, as I mentioned before you came on, is... What is I'm curious, first of all, in the initial reaction to this for the NFL as far as the future of the salary cap for next year, depending on what happens with COVID, 
how teams might handle these continually rising now skyrocketing quarterback franchise quarterback deals and yeah. what happens to Dak Prescott now in the future because he's the next big one that's yet to come yeah um Mahomes is an incredibly special talent there's no getting around it I mean, we've talked about that many times and he's beloved in Kansas City he is, in a lot of ways, become the face of the league. Even when he, and I watched mm, about a quarter of the AFC Championship game with Tennessee yesterday. CBS played it back. And he made a, a pass down the middle, I think it was to Sammy Watkins in the late in the third quarter. Took the snap, went back. They you know Tennessee brought pressure. He just deftly and easily stepped aside and then stepped up and just like snapped his wrist. <laughs> Some guys have to wind up to get it that far down the field. He snaps his wrist. And Watkins was three, four yards behind the uh, coverage and then took it in for a touchdown. And everybody in the room, there were two, three people in the room were watching it at the time. This is this is yesterday. And they said, oh, yeah, this guy's good. He's a, he is a special, special talent. Yard man from Mount Carmel, he did what he needed to do. Well, no. I mean, look, what what are your choices here? What are your choices? In this league, you can't get anywhere without a quarterback. Now, now let's take the next part. This is the part now where, as a general manager, this contract is challenging, but not as challenging as to what he has to do next. And that is this. How much of this counts against the cap? That's what you have to ask. How much counts against the cap? Because depending on the number, it then will create for you how creative you have to be in crafting a roster around him. We just mentioned Russell Wilson. Perfect example. Russell Wilson was the third-round pick of the Seahawks. So the Seahawks were very wide open and free with their money while Russell Wilson was on his rookie contract. And they won a Super Bowl and they got to the second Super Bowl. In fact, they were a Marsha Unlinch uh, runaway from winning a second straight Super Bowl. And then, at some point, the rookie deal is about to run out. Well, let's face it. Now the Seahawks have to make a big decision. Look, they don't get to the Super Bowl without Russell Wilson. They don't win it without Russell Wilson. They don't compete for it without Russell Wilson. Single most important spot in the field. They've got a gold mine 
in Russell Wilson. So they had to pay him. And the Seahawks still contend. They're right in the thick of it all the time. But again, because they're paying him, they now have to be more creative in how they do the rest of the roster. Because there's X amount of counts against the cap. So it's it's going to be the challenge for Brett Feach. How do you now craft the roster now that you've committed this money, which you had to commit? And you had to do it. Seahawks had to do it. What are you going to do? Let him walk? And then have Blake Gabbard be your quarterback? Are you kidding me? You're right about Dak Prescott. They're going to have to come up with some way with Dak Prescott. Now, do I think Dak Prescott is in the upper tier of quarterbacks? Just my opinion at this hour. Nobody be in the second tier. Totally agree. Okay. Let's, let's, would I rather have Jared Goff or Dak, Dak Prescott? I'd rather have Dak Prescott. Fair. Okay. All right. And Goff's making, what, 33? Yes. Just slightly I mean, above Carson Wentz right now. You know, to me, there's no choice. I take Dak Prescott in a heartbeat over Jared Goff. Sorry to all the Jared Goff fans out there. Are there any? No. Not in this area, I don't think. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that's the, you know, the money tree right there. 400 plus million. Like he's got a shot to be set for life. Just me. And I've never been around him. Never been around his, you know, his dad pitched the majors, never been around him, but everybody tells you that You can tell he's top shelf person. Everybody says that. So let's say let's go through the numbers here. Would you take Dak Prescott over Russell Wilson? No. Over Roethlisberger? No. Aaron Rodgers? No. Jared Goff next on the money list. Dak Prescott? Yes, I would take Dak Prescott. Kirk Cousins. I would take Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins. Matt Ryan. I know Matt Ryan's been to the Super Bowl. But I probably would still take Dak Prescott. Carson Wentz is interesting. I think Wentz is a perfect fit for what the Eagles do. So probably not. But the challenge now for Brett Veach is going to be over the years based on what the cap number is. That cap number will then create a level of creativity that Brett Veach will have to have to put the right roster around Patrick Mahomes to make them successful. But you have to start with the centerpiece. Seattle went with their centerpiece. Green Bay did. Now the Kansas City Chiefs have. And you're right, Dak Prescott will be the next. He'll get a gigantic contract. Now, does Prescott, on the relative scale, deserve as much as Mahomes? No. A, Mahomes is better. 
Doesn't mean Prescott's not good because he is. But Mahomes is better. Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. So just based on that logic, which, by the way, does not enter into contract negotiations. I remember we had a guest on talking about Matthew Stafford's contract. He just signed at that point, just a few years ago, the richest quarterback contract ever. And they said he's never won a playoff game, let alone a got to the Super Bowl. He says, yeah, but he said it's all about supply and demand. He said, he said, what are the Detroit Lions going to do? What are their options? And he's right. What are their options? <laughs> Look at when Wentz got hurt in the playoff game with Seattle. What were their options? And by the way, when you do do something really terrific, like Teddy Bridgewater did, filling in for Drew Brees, you then go to another team where you can start. (laughs) All right. More in a moment. Great to have you with us. Brought to you today by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. Great to have you with us today on the show. On this uh, Monday, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in summer. Go to purdyinsurance.com. In the opening hour of the show, we did address the uh, Regier Bolton Patrick Chambers situation. Look, I sincerely hope, and I said that at the time when when, uh, Rod transferred, I hope he does great at Iowa State. And last year, I think he averaged over 14 points a game last year. Some play a couple games last year, and one game I thought he played really well, and another game I thought he struggled. But Iowa State was also up and down as a team. I hope he does great at Iowa State. I hope it works out for him perfectly, gets a great degree out of it, and makes a difference. I always have felt that way. And Patrick Chambers has done a really, really terrific job here. He's had a lot to deal with, some hurdles to clear. Uh, Administration has stuck stuck with him, and he has stuck to it. And he cares and is very passionate about everybody within his family 
and his basketball family. He's very passionate about them. The number of times I've I've seen Patrick Chambers tell players he loves them is a long, long list. The number of times I've seen him look at his team and tell his team, I love you guys. Many, many times. And there's a lot of different nations, neighborhoods, and backgrounds in that room when he says it. Using that word in that moment was wrong. He knows it. And as Jamari Wheeler said, he apologized on the floor and he apologized to the team the next day. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Purdy's have served this valley for decades, finding their customers exactly the right insurance. So that they're completely covered, whether it's auto, home, life, business, sometimes bundles, they want to save you money. Whenever possible, they want to save you money. And they update that policy. And not only that, but they make sure that if anything ever happens, they go to work as if it happened to them. All right. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street, and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And you can go online to sunburymotors.com. Lincoln, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, great product lines. And you can buy from the comfort of your own living room. 
Sunbury Motors, 4th Street at Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, we did uh, talk about... Um, the undefeated story involving Roger Bolden's transfer to Iowa State. We've talked about that. We've talked about Patrick Mahomes. And we talked about Bryson Catrillo DeChambeau. Really one and the same. Except minus 200 yards or so on the drive, but yeah. details. All right, uh, let's get to, like, we talked about that. Now we have to get to the Redskins, which we're going to talk more about tomorrow when it comes to uh, talking with Cindy Bourne from the Washington Post, who covered the Redskins for many years, by the way. And we're going to talk about that. But now the Redskins. I understand what the origin of the name was. It goes back to Boston. They were the Braves. This is back. I mean, there was very little inventiveness on nicknames back in the day. For example, the Steelers originally were the Pirates. Uh, what's the name of the baseball team? The Pirates. Uh, the original nickname, actually, of the Redskins was the Braves. Oh, uh, that's right. The Boston Braves baseball team. And so you had some incidents like that. The New York Giants playing in the polo grounds where the baseball team was the, oh, New York Giants. <laughs> okay. So there wasn't, you know, so the Braves then changed their name to the Redskins. There's been stories written about it. Oddly enough, the Washington Post a few years ago, I want to say it was 2015 or 16, did a poll uh, among Native Americans about how they felt about the nickname. And to be honest with you, there was shock at the results of the poll. Something like, I don't know, 90% or something like that. Like, eh, whatever. It still doesn't mean it's right. I, I'll give you an example. I've always felt like, I don't know, like the Redskins, that, that's, I don't know about that. I've always felt that way, even though I've never been one of those sportscasters that said I won't use the name Redskins on the air and things like that. And Keith Olbermann was always like that. I refused to use the nickname. And there's some people that are like that. That's fine. Right? That's, that's the journalistic choice you make. I just know that's the nickname of the team, and so I'll talk about it. But it never made sense to me. UMass... And St. John's were both, I don't think a lot of people remember this, were both nicknamed the Redmen back in the day. When Julius Irving played at UMass, they were the Redmen, the UMass Redmen. 
St. John's, Chris Mullen, they were the St. John's Redmen. The decision was made like, whoa, I don't think we should keep going this way. So St. John's changed to the Red Storm. UMass came up with the Minutemen, which, based on the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and their history in the Revolutionary War, Minutemen is perfect. Others also made changes. Marquette had been the Warriors. They're the Golden Eagles now. Eastern Michigan. They were the Hurons. Changed the Eagles. I'm trying to think others that have changed. I think Central Michigan's still the Chippewas, I believe. I believe. We all know Florida State didn't. They're the Seminoles. But supposedly the Seminole Indian tribe or whatever, I, I guess they signed off on it, I think. I think. But this, again, is a case where what's going to cause Daniel Snyder has basically said, well, I'm not changing. Well, he wasn't changing until money came into play. And money is in play. Okay. FedEx, Pepsi. I'm trying to think who the other major sponsor happens to be. I mean, because Nike won't sell their stuff right now. They won't do it. So I guess Nike would be the third one. And now you have minority owners, and those minority owners, by the way, so I, it, when I take it, Snyder owns 60% of the team. Then it's some minority owners that make up 40%, and they want, they want out. So let's stay on the money trail. We can go on the ethics trail if we wish. I think it's I've already made the statement of like, well, that that never never quite got that part of it. Whenever you have a mascot or your, your nickname, isn't it supposed to be a rallying um, point for the alumni, the fans, and so forth, and so they're supposed to be like that you know, there's the Nittany Lion statue, a lion. Boom. You rally around the lion. Uh, a wolverine, a badger, a buckeye. No, not really. Uh, just kidding. That's what it's supposed to be. I know the team nickname, whatever. This one, I never, I, I've never understood this one. Even when I was a kid, I was like, I don't know about that. Really? Financially, by changing over, on merchandise, they could do very, very well. (laughs) 
I know I hate talking about the money part because obviously they're you know I think we've already dealt with the emotion of it and and the name. I've dealt with that and talked about that. But it's if money is going to drive them to make the change because FedEx is upset, Pepsi's upset, Nike's upset. Then okay, money's going to be part of the driver that gets them to the next level. In Washington, you will see a lot of Nationals gear right now. They're the defending world champions. (laughs) It's funny, my granddaughter, who is um, now eight months old, a little bit more than eight months old. Said to my son yesterday, I said, do you realize, I said, in her lifetime, there's never been a baseball game played? She goes, jeepers, cats. <laughs> never been a baseball game played in her life. Um, so now, that's not including the KBO. But you'll see a lot of Nationals gear. When you go to Washington, you'll really see a lot of Capitals gear. You know what's interesting? You don't see a lot of Redskins gear down there. Now, remember, where the Wizards and the Caps play is downtown. It's about four blocks from the White House. It's at six blocks. I, I apologize. About six blocks away from the White House. The hotel we stay in is four. Six blocks from the White House. So they're right downtown. The Nationals play out at the Naval Shipyard down in that area, right in the city limits downtown. RFK Stadium, of course, if you draw a straight line from the Lincoln Memorial to the Washington Monument to the Capitol, you go right to RFK Stadium after that. But they moved out to Landover, and they haven't been winning. And because they haven't been winning... And because of the ownership, you've got a problem. People get mad at ownership when, well, people tolerate sports ownership when the team is winning. Oh, geez, they're putting another ticket hike. Oh, you know, they're really good. Okay. Oh, they're going to increase the price of parking? Oh, all right. Well, team's winning. All right. All right. They tolerate the ownership. All right. Okay. Concessions went up. Ah, jeez. But if you're not winning, X is a jerk. Okay, I'm paying all this money. They're going to charge me more for that? And that's Daniel Snyder's problem. Daniel Snyder's not a popular guy to begin with. He's not a popular guy to begin with. And they haven't been winning. And so they've reduced seating capacity in the stadium, which had been up over 90,000 before. They've always bragged about some mythical waiting list for tickets. They've found out that there is no waiting list for tickets. 
and now you've got this with the name change. And again, it's it's a nickname. And look, I'm not a Redskins fan, so. But just as an outside look, I was like, especially when it came to when UMass and and St. John's made their changes, I thought, geez, I wonder if the Redskins should change. Question will be: Will they make the change? And do it in time for this season. Because you'd have to have, obviously, new uniforms, new helmets, which then leads to new merchandise. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance. I know whenever I play in the same group of when I'm playing in an opposite foursome that the suit's in, I up my life insurance and my medical. On News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, uh, great to have you with us. I think I've heard a couple of names for the um, like the Washington Warriors. Heard that in the Washington Red Tails. I've heard that. Now the Red Tails, by the way, I believe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about this. Refers to the Tuskegee Airmen. So, now we'll see what they want to do about it. We're going to talk to Cindy Bourne tomorrow about that on the show. From the Washington Post, along with Ozzy the cat, every time we have Cindy on, she says, as soon as the phone rings, the cat comes over. (laughs) So... Uh, over the years, this this uh, uh, line in the sand about the Redskins has come up as a nickname, and every single time it has been eventually faded to the background. This time, I don't think it's going to happen. I think this time there is going to be... Um, this time I think it's going to happen. And I think that, you know, I mentioned the red tails. Red tails might be a possibility here because of the Tuskegee Airmen. Um, but I think this time, this one's going to happen this time. Question will be: What does it happen before the season begins? But. 
So we'll have Cindy on tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, uh, Rich Scarcella tomorrow from the Reading Eagle. So we've got uh, a lot going on in the show tomorrow. Looking forward to that very much. Uh, Matt will also be telling great vacation tales. No? Oh, there's plenty. Now, how did little Luke enjoy his first ever vacation? He did pretty good overall. He got his first cabin experience, which we didn't know until the night before we left, which was kind of which was kind of cool. So, yeah, he enjoyed it overall for the most part. He likes being outdoors, so that was right up his alley. How did he travel? Um, not bad going there, but coming back, we split it into two days, and because because Lisa's parents are in kind of in between at the halfway point, so that's what we did going there and going back and. The first part going back wasn't so great, but then he slept most of the way coming home in the final leg, so it was up and down. So I've explained to my own children many times. There are several critical moments. One is getting them to sleep through the night. Then the next one is walking. And then one of the really big ones is the potty training thing. Yep. Which then leads to another big one, school. (laughs) (laughs) See you in a few hours. (laughs) Uh, Those are big moments, Matt. They're big milestones. Yes, Yes, sir. They're big milestones. And you know what? If I had to give you one piece of advice, just a simple, very simple piece of advice, it would be as follows. Enjoy each step of it. Don't skip a step. Okay? Don't skip a step. Enjoy each one of it. We'll take that to heart. All right? When they sleep through the night, yeah, you'll enjoy it, but it also means that they're settling in. Uh, when they take those first steps, oh, incredible. Just enjoy each step of the journey. Don't ever uh, feel like, um, oh, I can't wait for the next step. Absorb that step. All right? Absorb it. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you.